According to the Bonner County Sheriff's Office in northern Idaho, James David Russell has been arrested and charged with the murder of 70-year-old David Flagett. Upon further investigation, prosecutors added the cannibalism charge, which carries with it the possibility of the death penalty. Hey everybody and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver and I'm here with my sister, co-host and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey everybody. How's it going? Good, I hope. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah. Good. Doing well. Doing doing very well. Finished up my uh, food shopping for this holiday weekend. Nice. It is the 21st of December. Happy uh, solstice, by the way. Yes. Yeah. So I went and did that. I, I was like, you know, a few things to buy. I'm going to go get it done so I do not have to go anywhere near a store for like a whole week, which would be cool. Yeah. I'm kind of there. Food shopping done, but secret Santa shopping not done. So that's yes. tomorrow. And then we should be done done. Yeah. That's exciting. We're like 90% wrapped too. Pretty much everything's wrapped and done. Yeah. Nice. Good feeling there. Yeah, it is for sure. Yeah. And my COVID kids are feeling better and good. One of them has a clean test. The other one's hoping for a clean test tomorrow and then they can come home. Yes, I sure hope so. Me too. Jeez. This has sucked. Yeah, but speaking of sucked. There is a terrible case here in Idaho that has just come out. There really is. You know, we don't have a lot of this stuff, but when we do, boy, we do. Aye, aye, aye. Really. And <clears throat> I, you know, and a huge trigger warning. Uh, we're going to say some terrible things in this broadcast. We're fully aware YouTube will never monetize this. <laughs> we won't even try, friends. We won't even try. Probably not with this one, but it's still a story that uh, deserves to be told, particularly for the victim and his family, because uh, someone lost their life and some terrible things were done. So let's talk about it. This actually happened on September 10th and apparently mm -hmm. was in local news right around that time, but there was no real talk of the big zinger until now. So we'll get there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, this is the first I've seen of the, yeah, the major concern. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about the murder of David Flagett or damn it, Dave, as he was known in the area. Uh, Truly an Idaho name. Right, right. He was 70 years old. He lived in Bonner County, Idaho, in, in a little tiny area called Clark Fork. Now that is, Clark Fork is, uh, has a population of around 500. Yeah. Very small area. Bonner County is a large county with a lot of little tiny communities. Mm -hmm. And beautiful. Oh my God, beautiful place. Beautiful. Yes. But... Uh, some tough stuff going on there. And so David Flagett worked for a family who owned a property there in Clark Fork uh, and had worked for him for about 20 years as a caregiver of that property. 
Well, one of their family members had recently come to live there. And he, his name is uh, James David Russell, though they called him Jimmy. So Jimmy is 39. He has had some really serious mental health concerns. Uh, It looks like maybe for the better part of his life, we're still learning more about him, but we do know that he's been in and out of mental health institutions. And we know that not too long ago, he was in a mental health institution in Northern California, where he told family members that he just felt like if he could cut off chunks of his skin, he could use that to heal his brain. Yeah. So there's apparently been some thought process there for him about maybe eating human flesh for a while. Yeah. So at some point here, Jimmy came to live on the family property there in Clark Fork. And he seemed to uh, not like the fact that Dave was there caretaking and taking Mm -hmm. care of the property. And in fact, he repeated to officers over and over again that uh, we don't like non-fam. This is private property and we don't like non-family on our land. And Mm -hmm. there had been some altercations between him and Dave. And poor Dave's showing up to do his job. Right. He's worked there for like 20 years. This isn't something new, you know. Right. So, He's just tired to take care of the property. And... Yeah. And ju- just trying to do his work. Well, something went very wrong on the 10th of September. And allegedly, these are the charges at this point at any rate, uh, Jimmy killed Dave. Uh, and... Some family called the police and said that they thought that there had been an incident. And so they went to the land and what they saw, they saw Jimmy with gloves on near this pickup and he ran into a building. They had a very brief standoff with him, but they were able to bring him into custody without much of a, an incident. So they went to uh, Dave Flagett's truck where they found him uh, in the passenger seat, kind of in a weird position. Uh, Some articles say upside down. Some just say positioned awkwardly. So I'm not sure about that. Uh, He was naked from the waist down. He was deceased. He had duct tape around his wrists and a section of his thigh and genitals were gone. Uh, They do think that he was, cut up like that after death the deputies on scene said there it actually wasn't a super bloody crime scene uh it was just a really shocking one you know for obvious reasons right so then they searched russell's house or jimmy jimmy russell's house Mm -hmm. and what they found in the house is really really disturbing What they found in the house, they found a duffel bag, they found a bloody knife, they found in the microwave a bowl that had some body parts in it that appeared that they could have been from Dave. Yeah. So those, of course, went to a lab and were later determined to be his. They were also considered to be uh, thermal evidence. 
because they had been heated. They had been cooked. Uh, the concern, I know, this is a horrible case. The concern, well, initially, let's back up. Initially, he was charged with, uh, you know, Jimmy was charged with first degree murder. He was so out of his mind that they weren't even able to properly Mirandize him. He has been in a mental hospital in Idaho, really, ever since they arrested him. Yeah, he was and, committed, wasn't he? Yeah, he's been committed. At this point, he's been found unfit to stand trial because he's unable to uh, participate in his defense. Uh, you know, and if that sounds familiar, it should. That's exactly what we're doing right now with Lori Vallow. Right. Uh, it's possible that they're in the same hospital, actually. Uh, unlikely. If this was in Bonner County, he's probably in the Orofino Hospital. Right. Yeah. Probably in the northern Idaho it, hospitals. Right. Yes, but we don't know for certain where Lori is. But Good point. We don't, for sure. That is true. That yeah. That is absolutely true. Yeah. So, but it's it's a similar thing. Uh, and it was the judge who immediately went, oh, hell, no, no, he's not. He can't stand trial at this point. So, mm. per normal. Uh, or, you know, as a reminder, Idaho does not have an insanity plea. Right. So one of two things will happen. They'll either get him medicated and spiffed up and ready to come back and go to trial. Or he'll live out his days in a mental health care facility. I mean, those, those are the only options because we right. do not have an insanity plea. Was Jimmy living there alone? I don't know. There's some details there about his family that are a little sketch. Uh, law enforcement have said repeatedly that they feel like the family should have known at this point that they he maybe he was not fit to be there. It just doesn't strike there me as a person issues. who should have been living by himself. Agreed. And, Agreed. Uh, you know, was he supposed to be on medication that he was not taking? I'm going to guess yes, considering that he had just been in a mental health care facility in the spring. Well, and he seems to be actively psychotic. So it does make mm -hmm. you wonder, like, why was he there? Why was he there? I, there's because they didn't fury. know what else to do with him, probably. Mm -hmm. There, There is some fury bleeding through on the part of law enforcement and Dave's family about that very thing. Why was he there? Why? Yeah. Why was Dave having to deal with this right right because it's because the property has a tear a caretaker which often indicates that the property is vacant like no yeah. one's living there yeah so and this is just my own supposition of course but it seems to me that this was a property that had been sitting vacant and this family member was placed to live there after his most recent hospitalization alone I, that's, and I could be wrong. I That's been my but... take as well. That's my take as well. And, and yes, we need to learn more and we're trying. We're working on that. There is not very much information. And Unfortunately, with, with a psychotic disorder, because I do. Yeah. Um, they need to stay on their meds. I mean, there there is no other option. We have no other option. No. For an illness like that, but to be medicated and to be supervised so they stay on their meds so a person stays on their meds if they don't understand yeah. the importance of them they need to be with someone who does mm -hmm. this is yeah. really sad i i find this whole thing really sad it that, is really sad it's horrifying 
Yeah. Yeah. It's all of those things for sure. Uh, so initially the charge was first degree murder and he was committed. Well, now they have gotten all of the lab stuff back and they know for sure that the, uh, you know, the, the stuff that they found in the microwave did indeed belong to Dave. They also know that a portion of that is gone and they have evidence according to court documents that a portion of Dave Flagett's, uh, you know, flesh or blood was consumed. So I know, sorry, God, but, yeah. uh, so they added a first degree cannibalism charge. Now here's something I didn't know. Not every state even has a cannibalism charge. In fact, most don't. Right. But in Idaho, it is a an offense punishable by death. So really? Yeah. It's a death penalty offense? According to Idaho News, it is. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, obviously, so is first degree murder, but wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. I didn't know that either. Yeah. So that's where things are right now. So there is a status conference on the 28th of December that will just, there's a stay on the case. And so that will just be the judge checking in uh, to find out how things are going with his uh, hospitalization. Right. You know, and it's possible that they'll get him on meds. You know, we've talked about this before, but there was a case here in Southeast Idaho uh, several years ago, a girl who her mom and stepdad were raising her children. She had schizophrenia and she was living in water in Montana and had apparently stopped taking her medication and was having a psychotic episode. And for some reason decided that her stepdad was going to, was trying to kill her children. So she got in the car in Montana, drove here to Southeast Idaho Walked in their house and killed him, murdered him, shot him with a gun in front of the kids. Like it was just so shocking. They had no idea she was even coming or yeah. that there was anything afoot. No. And there then was just. no opportunity to, to stop yeah. her. And then got back in her car and headed home for Montana. And of course she was arrested and brought back to the Madison County Jail and was committed immediately because she was not fit to stand trial once they got her balanced and on her meds, she was absolutely horrified about what she did. Right. And she pled guilty and now she's serving out a sentence in the Idaho state prison system. Uh, it's possible that that's what will happen here with Jimmy. If they can get him stabilized on medication, you know, and bring him back to present. Right. Because you have to understand that fit to stand trial is not the same as sane and cured. It is, no. you know, does he understand the charges that he's facing? Can he mm -hmm. participate in his defense? Those are yeah. the only two things required by Idaho law yeah. to be considered um, fit for trial. Yeah. So, you know, in, unless, I mean, I assume, have they considered him to be restorative? I don't know. I believe so at this point, yes. Okay. Because there is that, you know, restorative or non-restorative, um, you know, and so some people live out their days in a state hospital because they're not restorative. But right. Um, well, 
remember the guy that uh, just last year that was brought back here that murdered his friend from Clayton, Idaho. Yeah. And was on the lam for like 50 years. years. Yeah. Yeah. And was just recently found here in the last two years, brought back to Southeast Idaho to stand trial, had dementia and was like in his 80s or 90s, super old. And couldn't possibly and and was not yeah rehabable and so no. he just lived out the rest of his days in a mental health care facility here in Idaho. Yeah, and so, he died yeah. just a yeah he died what, a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, this is a horrifying situation. Mm-hmm. It's scary and it is a reminder to us how important improving our mental health system is. That if someone is a risk like yeah. that, you know. In Idaho, you know, they, they could have made a report. Mm-hmm. They could have reported to the police. The police could have, you know, taken him to a hospital and asked that he be evaluated. Yeah. Um, he could have been evaluated to see if he was safe or not. Like there are, yeah, there are procedures in place in this state for very, yeah. for these very situations, but somebody had to speak up. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now his uncle, there was a little, see, there's not been much uh, out of Jimmy's family, not sure. much at all, but he did have an uncle that told one news source that he was afraid of the internet and very paranoid about being watched or surveyed. And so I don't know, you know, Pretty typical. I'm guessing that's yeah, very typical. That he was, right? was schizophrenia to really be paranoid. afraid of those things. Yeah, yeah, and didn't like Dave coming around at any rate. Uh, so, you know, of course, we have David Flagett's family now, who is furious, of course, and full oh, of grief and want answers. Yeah, and are just so angry, and they have been able to have a service for him and you know, start their own process of grieving him. But now, of course, there's horrible, uh, that was in September. So now here we are right before Christmas and it's all coming out in the news that these are all of things that have, that happened to their grandpa, their dad. So is it because they added the cannibalism charges that this went public? I mean, I'm curious, especially where he's committed. Yeah, it would be, that would be the only reason. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they filed an amended criminal complaint a few days ago that included the first-degree cannibalism charge. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Well, you know, if it, lesson out of this, if you have a family member who has a, a disorder like this, and they seem to be paranoid about a sp- sp- sorry specific person, or seem to be, you know, making statements about being a threat, you need to call the authorities. Yeah. Always, always. Yeah. And not that it's anyone's fault that this happened, but I think it's important for us to learn and understand that if someone's making threats and they have a psychiatric history, get them some help, man. Don't Mm -hmm. wait. No. You're, You're not doing them any favors by waiting. You're not doing anybody any favors by waiting. No, and in some cases... You know, I was thinking about the case in Idaho Falls of uh, Kayleen Blue. Oh, yeah. You know, and and her fiancé was also having some kind of a psychotic episode when he murdered her and was posting all about it on Facebook. 
and nobody yeah. took it seriously. Right. Right. Unfortunately, he'd had a long history of posting strange things on Facebook and people just yeah. didn't get it. And probably what people around him didn't know is that they were home alone at the time that that happened. And normally yeah. his mother was around. Yeah. But yeah, it is, again, if you have concerns for people's safety, mm-hmm. make a report, ask yeah. the police to go do a welfare check. You know, yep. maybe they'll be mad and maybe you'll save their life. Right. Right. Yep. Sometimes there's more important things than pissing someone off, you know. Or the worrying about pissing someone off. Yeah. Definitely. definitely. So we will definitely keep an eye on this case and keep you abreast of what happens. Of course, right now it's just in a holding period waiting to see if the uh, defendant will be able to be restored to competency or not. So that's that's okay. all we know. But we'll try and learn a little more about him if we can and, uh, you know, keep an eye on the whole thing. So there sure. you have it. So this is our Wednesday case. And we will be back tonight at 7 with case updates. Lots of stuff going on. And then we'll be oh back goodness, Thursday oh. night with the psychic hours. So lots more still to come this uh, pre-Christmas week here in the uh, true crime world. So thanks so much for being here, guys. Be sure to like, share, follow all the good stuff. You have been listening to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, everybody. Bye.